The Danger Junior Delivery Room is brought to you by Delivered. You've heard of Uber Eats, gynecologists, and the United States Postal Service, but what you haven't heard of is Delivered. That's because it's just us. That's right, the members of Danger Junior will now deliver anything you need. Late night munchies? Boom. Delivered. Your mail get held at the post office? Boom. Delivered. Have a little babby in the tum-tum? Boom. Delivered. That's right. We'll deliver anything. We are so poor. Please let us deliver your baby. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Danger Junior Writers Room. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, Megan Castleberry, and uh, joining us we have returning guest Matt Drury. Matt, say hey. Hey, yes. he's back. We're hey. so glad. He's back. We're so glad you're back, Matt. And I'm gonna Good get everyone back. introduced um, by asking. I don't know. What should I ask? Uh, Carrots or sticks? Carrots or sticks? sticks. Jimmy, over to you. I hate going first on these things. Um, So, you know, like when you have a horse and buggy and they have the stick holding the carrot. You can't say both. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say both. I I think the stick is the instrument of deception and carrot is the object of deception. So, do I care less about the instrument or the object? I think I'm going to choose the instrument. Matt, carrots or sticks? Cool, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, I like cooking, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't really, like, you can cook carrots and they're, like, real good, right? Uh But if you cook a stick, it just catches your oven on fire. Yeah. And uh, I like my ovens on fire, so stick. Stick. Okay. Blake. Character sticks. I wanted to be a contrarian and say stick. I feel like that would be the contrarian answer. Everyone has picked sticks already. <laughs> well, I guess we know what they are. They're contrarians. Uh, Fuck. I want to. I want to make this painfully clear. I like carrots a lot, and my name is Blake Brown. You heard it. Get him, Logan. I'm Logan. It's me as always. Here every. Every time, and my answer, say like a little, like a little baby bunny. Is that like a carrot? <laughs> I didn't know you liked carrots. I never make them. They're okay. Yeah, I don't really like carrots. They're so certainly my better than sticks. sticks. God damn it. Well, that's just because I don't like eating carrots. If I liked eating carrots, it would be fine. What do you mean you don't like eating them? They don't taste good. Hmm. I'm much a carrot like I'm Ben Horn. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to do this thing is. with carrots where I take like the baby carrot sticks and I just like put the, the tiny sliver in my mouth between my two, my, my front teeth and I just go, ah, just like that. And you just like bites slide. down. It's like very quick. It's like, I guess how rabbits do it, but it's yeah. very like, um, it's nice. Do you ever right. just slide like the edge of the carrot up in your teeth and you like, take little peels out with the front two front? For sure. Teeth? Yeah. I think carrots are uniquely awesome. Don't they help like your vision yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. supposedly. That's a myth. And Is that why Megan wears glasses? Because she don't like carrots. And so <laughs> the two people at the table that don't have glasses. Wait, no. Oh, God. Oh, so God confused. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is the Danger Junior Writers Room. Uh, this is a podcast where we, a few of the members of Danger Junior and sometimes our friends, um, 
we get together, we discuss something, usually <laughs> bullshit, uh, and then we uh, write some sketches that are also usually bullshit. But uh, not on. You got that? Yeah. Basically, you if following? you like the sketches that we write, you have bad taste. And I'll That's say that. That's not true. That's not true. I want to. I want to make a video about it's a, a Twin Peaks parody where one of us dresses up as a Kyle McLaughlin's character, mm. and instead of being like Diane, it's four twenty-five in the morning. It's we say not on. Mm. Oh yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay, so Diane, it's not on. <laughs> Diane, oh, <laughs> Diane, it's not on. Okay, I'm boys, Korean. This week, the topic is going to be New Year twenty. What we're going to talk year. about? We're going to talk about if you have oh, any. Yeah. If you made any resolutions, because this is our first recording. Yep, in twenty twenty one, we can talk about if you made resolutions. We can talk about last year because last year was kind of oh, a little wild. We don't got to talk. You don't have to. The subject is. I also want to. I want to hear about some. Out. I want to hear about what some are some things you want to do New this Year's year? Eve stories. Yeah, I want to hear about some stories about some New Year's Eve parties that we've all that we've all been to. That's a good one. I'll tell you what. Last Let's year, <clears throat> despite uh, it being twenty twenty. Yeah. One of my New Year's resolutions last year was to choreograph three dance solos, like at least three dance solos, mm-hmm. um, because it what well, that's something that I have kind of gotten away from since working in freelance choreography is like I pretty much only choreograph for groups anymore. Um, so I was like, you know what, I want to choreograph some solos, and I ended up doing like twelve to sixteen one-minute dance solos. So it was, was cool. It's like the first year I've ever ooh, completed. It's so good. Good job. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> new year, new soundboard. New year, new soundboard. Um, new but yeah, soundboard. It's like the first new year I've ever completed a New Year's resolution. So that was cool. You did what? Twelve to what? Sixteen. Twelve to sixteen. I had an uncle that did that. He ended up doing twenty-five to life. <laughs> hey. <Got him. laughs> Those are that's murder numbers, dude. Murder numbers. You're goddamn right. Dodge this. <laughs> Blake, 2021. Blake, did you make any New Year's resolutions? I did. I did. And uh, I was talking about this with Jimmy earlier, but I think that if ever, like I've never put a lot of stock into, um, into, into bones. <laughs> Uh, new cryptocurrency. It's just bones. Skeleton is, <laughs> Skeleton is gonna be so rich. Yeah, yeah. We all are. If you think about it, what, we have what two hundred seventeen bones for trade at any given time. But all of his bones are skulls. <laughs> yeah, all his bones are skulls. And how? It's like two hundred nine. I gotta look this Dude, up. The, the skulls. The skulls are like the most yeah, bone. that's gotta be the most valuable. It's two hundred six. Like, is it two hundred six? Yeah. Would you like femurs? Would be pretty valuable. Yeah. How many ribs would you give up for a skull? I would give oh. up four. <laughs> and they would, would be the bottom trade? ones. Yeah. Dang. I got some floaters in there. Anyway, Blake, uh, you were easy. saying. So I was saying I never really put a lot of. What? I never really put a lot of stock into into New Year's resolutions because I feel like uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I think it's dumb. I think nope. it's dumb. Hey, you know what my you know what my New Year's um, solution is. Wait. Okay. It's my turn. <laughs> I'm talking about bone currency. It's my turn. All right. So. Uh, so. Never interrupt me, okay? <laughs> Thank you. What? Thank How you, Jimmy. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy. I made so many samples. <laughs> like, literally so many. <laughs> 
We went, yo, your man's leveled up from Quiznos, yeah. <laughs> just Quiznos, to, to the most. There's so many on here, and they're yeah. all labeled. They're all labeled, y'all. I didn't color them, because they already colored, colored them pretty well. Ooh. Yeah. Play this one. This one? Yeah. Oh, I can't. That's got to be a special moment. <laughs> um, Play this one. Oh, you know that one. That's Play the one it. we use for the writer. Oh, or, I see, yeah. I I don't want to use them all I too soon. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a person going, shoom. Yeah. Oh, no. It's the it's this one. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is a shoom. You're right. That's our, anyway, Blake, uh, you don't like New Year's resolutions? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, for no particular reason. <laughs> but you reason. made one? Uh, for no particular reason. But here's my, here's my philosophy. I think that, tw- uh, and we can all agree that 2020 was bad. Everybody knows it. It was not good what? for anybody, right? Except for billionaires. Um, but uh, you know, I'm sure there there were even some billionaires that were also struggling. I'm just kidding. None of them are. They're fine. Anyway, cognitive dissonance. Uh, the musical. I'm, it's fine. It's fine. No, uh, 2020 sucked. Everybody knows it. At least the people listening to this podcast. And um, and I think if ever there were a year to attack, to attack. With the New Year's resolution, it would be 2021. I agree with that. We we have experienced collective trauma. Like, what was it? What? Oh, you want me to tell you mine? (laughs) Yes. Your resolution? Hmm. Silly, dude. Uh, So many. So many. My New Year's resolution, (laughs) and I have a lot. I do. I have a lot. Um, I would say it's the the main one is to work out more. That's a bunch of malarkey. It's to eat more Popeye's chicken because it's uh, really good. And You're gonna underrated. have to work out all the more to eat more yeah. Popeye's. He didn't say he wants to lose weight. That's he said he wants to work my out more. incentive. Yeah. If I have two contrasting, you're just, you're, uh, you're just trying to maintain your exact Balance. size yeah. right now. No size and weight. No, this is the heaviest out. I've ever been. I want to be a, a little beefcake again. I want to. I want to be a hot guy. Ooh, you know? it's so good. It's so good. I it's so good being hot. Uh, um, you know, uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you agree. Um, yeah, we're, that's my New Year's we're resolution. We're a shock jock radio station. That's yeah. all hot. we fucking are. Be hot. I want to be hot. I want to eat more chicken, fried chicken, and I want to. <laughs> I want to drink more. Yeah, I want to drink more. I drink like more that. what. Uh, anything. Okay. Yeah. Power aids. Getting paid. Power. No. Getting laid. No, I want to drink Gatorade. More lime cucumber Gatorade. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. And I want to drink more expensive beer. And I want to drink more Amaro's. That's my I want to drink resolution. more wet market Negronis. <laughs> I'll make some for you. Yeah. We'll put the if you subscribe to our Patreon, I'll give you uh I'll give I'll give you the recipe for that. I love that people are looking for our Patreon probably <laughs> and they've never set one up. Yeah. <laughs> we just talk about it. Mm, no, yeah. but they can uh they can download the app delivered. Yep. And we'll deliver anything you Wait, need. Jimmy, you gotta you gotta program Danger that Junior. App. All of us. All of us. Okay. Tennessee boys. And I guess I'll make an app. You us need too. to program that app, but it's it's kinda like how with post with postmates, if there's no one in your area, you'll like go to order something that's like there are no postmate drivers active in your area. Mm. Delivered, it's just like there are no delivered drivers active in your area ever. 
Yeah. Like, there's never. But the, but time. we still take the payment. I really. Yeah. I just want there to be like a a single woman who some guy got her knocked up and then left and then she's like in an elevator somewhere and she goes into labor and then the elevator breaks down and she's like the downloads the delivered app and she's like i just need someone to get here to help deliver my baby and then she opens and it's like there's no delivered drivers in your area (laughs) you're idiot yeah there's like a five block radius of austin texas where we might be able to deliver it for yeah yeah maybe Jimmy, did you make any New Year's resolutions? No, I didn't. I mean, I think I might do the thing where like you take a social media break because That's, I have so yeah. many half projects finished that I want to do. And I was thinking maybe I can stop doing social media and force myself to like do these other things and like not get back on until I finish right. some crap. Right. Because I'm sure I, I'm, I'm afraid to like look at the numbers, but I'm sure they're high. I'm sure I've, I've got some high numbers oh yeah dude i have at, my phone you know, set like up facebook to, and instagram oh, and i have like my phone set up to send me a thing once a week that yeah. tells me how many hours a day i spend on my phone it's fucking it's depressing, so depressing i'm sure oh mine is way too much yeah, like i turned no. that off yeah for sure it'll but. say like five hours i'm like what yeah how Damn. oh yeah yeah five hours that's bad <laughs> yeah. dude when five i started yeah. when i started my most recent job because i like work in people's houses and just like listen to shit all day I'll have my phone open to like a YouTube channel and it's just playing all of their videos for the, like my entire eight hour shift. And so then the week I started, my phone was like, your, your screen time like went up 98% from oh, five hours mm-hmm. to 11 hours a day. And I was like, what? And then I realized it's cause it, my screen is on playing YouTube or whatever all day. Yeah. Matt, did you set any New Year's resolutions? So not like concrete ones. I've, I've always been like, when you set a resolution, it's just a, like a rule meant to be broken. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's that's like, how everyone feels. Well, like, I feel like no one actually, like, it's like one month and then it's like, eh. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I feel like it's because most people's resolutions are like an everyday commitment. Yeah. And it's, that's why, like, I feel like I was successful last year is because all of mine were like, gen- mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to choreograph three solos, right? It's like, that is a concrete thing. Yeah. But it's like, I could literally go for weeks at a time mm-hmm. without doing it. And I hadn't failed. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, I had a friend who did something like that where he his 2020 resolution was to watch 100 new movies. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And he did it, and he wiped it out of the park. It was like he did like 150. Wiped it out of the park. Huh. All right. Mm-hmm. He watched uh, like one of 100 of those. Like 90 of them are Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. yeah. He watched all the newest yeah. Fast yeah, and Furious movies. Yeah, he watched Slappy and the Stinkers. Yeah. <laughs> he watched The Sandlot 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, for myself, it's like, uh, I don't know. I already kind of started one recently, which is uh, I learned a new uh, 3D software. Hell nice. yeah. What's it called? It's called Blender. It's free. Go get it. Ooh, it's Blender. So good. Mm, yeah. So good. But so like good and tasty. That doesn't make good podcast content. So I'm gonna do something more interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine is do heroin. Do yeah, you, you got any heroin to? jokes? That was last year. Of all the drugs, it's every year. You'll for yeah. sure like ruin more your life. Heroin. But yeah. Um, I heroin? wanna. I yeah, for sure. I've been trying to. It's hard because you know pandemic. Black. <laughs> 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 Um, but like before it hit, I was like getting pretty like into boxing. Oh yeah, you were and I was stocky, sparring. dude. Yeah, I was stocky. Yeah, which no you one's were ever called me good. that before. Yeah. Um, 
And I want to get back into like actually boxing again because mm-hmm. like we're doing like the like boxing workouts in the garage, you know. But it's like that. Well, boxing and a boxing workout, two very two, different yeah. things. Yeah, no, I know. I all the time just yell at the video, like the guy doing the video, and I'm like, "This is horrible form, you fucking jackass!" Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was like, "Alyssa, we have to stop." Yeah. And she's like, "Why?" And I'm like. We are not ready to do fives and sixes. We need to stay on ones and twos for another two months, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's just like the whole point is that it's just like fun. It's supposed to be aerobic, but I'm like, I want to get better at like actually doing this. Like it's not like just an end, like a means to an end for fitness for me. It's like way more like a like it's like a hobby. I want to know how to like box and like it, it was fun when I was doing it, you know. Well, that's the joy of a workout like that is you can see progress and you can develop a skill while you're working out. Yeah. That's why those workouts are so dope. I have a fun resolution, which is to see how many cars I can drive really, really fast into buildings. <laughs> like one. Probably just one. Yeah. yeah. What you just said is one of the most insanely uh, smartest things so I've ever heard. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now, now better for, for having listened to it. Yeah. My dad used to quote that a lot. Thank you. I made it nice though. I made a nicer one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to I see I want to see if I can get at least 5 cars and drive them really really fast into the side of buildings. What if it's the same person's car and they're like, "Come on, Come on. Like, I just, yeah. I just replaced and this." Then I fix it, and then I pay the yeah. money to fix it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm and sorry. Then you break I'm, a fuck, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I put a cinder block on the gas pedal. I got you again, you old dumb bitch. Like, I got what you. What is again. the point of this? <laughs> I don't get the bit. And I'm gonna keep fooling you till you die. That's, that's what I'm Todd. I'm, I'm gonna be late to work again. <laughs> she's in the retirement yeah. home. And she's just like, I don't even have a car anymore. But you still. And I drive a car <laughs> into the side of the room. Yeah. Hey, shut up! You're not dead yet, she, you old yeah. bag. She tries to get into an Uber, and you like kick the guy out because <laughs> she doesn't want to drive. <laughs> she, no, she gets into an Uber and, and, and she hears a voice that's like, where are you going? And then she's like, the corner is 75th and Keith. And then I turn around, I take the mustache off and I'm like, no, you're not. You're going into a side of a building really fast. <laughs> Surprise, bitch. It's 2021. <laughs> Shouldn't be out on the road. <laughs> Why are you rubbing your... You pulled your Sorry, shirt up and you're rubbing your belly. I'm in a real, I'm in a real uh, Tracy Morgan mood right now. I'm going to watch some Tracy Morgan shit. Surprise, bitch. I like you taking off a mustache because you already have a mustache. <laughs> I have to pull the skin off my face. <laughs> Fuck. You'd have to. You'd have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you get for driving a Toyota Tercel. Oh, hey. I love that car. Brought to you by Toyota My, uh, Shout out to, to John Nally. If you're listening, uh, I miss your old Toyota Tercel. His, okay, so uh, he used to like take me around to places in high school. Because yeah. he's the only one in the drumline that, that would talk to me and had a car. Ooh. And uh, it just reeked of, of cigarette smoke. Oh hell Just yeah! Reeked of cigarette smoke, but I love it. I love that smell, and I miss that smell, and I miss that Tercel. You smoked right for a while. Oh, I smoked a lot. That's what I thought. Yeah, like a pack a day for a while. Mm. Pack a day of Reds. My lungs look better than your lungs. That's not true. He's got strong lungs. That's right, not true. I out. just ate 
mashed potatoes, like you realize how straight good to, that is straight to the lungs. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's like the glue that repairs pneumonia? your. Who needs pneumonia? Put uh, mashed potatoes in my lungs. Uh, aioli, a areola. A, areola. What That's, is that shit in your lungs? Oh, capoeira. The little a- capoeira. <laughs> your capoeiras, yes. The little capillaries. A- uh-huh. ax- uh, you're the Google guy. Look it up. Fuck. <laughs> That's uh, a new fuck. Uh, <laughs> like new fuck brown. You know what's crazy? Guys, you know what's crazy is Austin's not here right now, so we can talk as yeah, long we, as we want at sorry, this part. Buddy. Uh, hey, Austin, you're not here. Thorax? You can't fucking make us stop. Logan, you silly, silly boy. You forget I am the one who edits the episodes. I have the power to insert whatever rhetoric I want into our content. And I can also cut out whatever I want. Everyone sleeps on the editor position in media. They are all like, oh, that must have been a decision by the director or the producer. But the way information is presented to you and how long and or short it is is all determined by the editor. Think about that next time you watch a piece of media. Sure some movies are director focused, but fucking Star Wars was made in the edit. George Lucas didn't kill the Hollywood Golden Age all by himself, Richard Chu, T.M. Christopher, and Marsha Lucas also had a hand in it. Remember that listeners. Anyways, we cut out the boring stuff and skip to this part of the episode. Matt, tell me about the best or most memorable New Year's Eve. Were there any fun ones? Have you ever done anything super fun for New Year's? So, here's the thing. The only New Year's Eve, and I don't know why I remember this. But this is like an actual thing of like anytime I think of New Year's Eve, the first thing that comes to mind is I was in like middle school, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was in like, you know, my parents' house. We're in the basement. I was really excited that year because uh, at midnight, High School Musical was being released. <gasps> Hell yeah. And I was like, which one? The, the real one? The first, the first one. Yeah, yeah, I watched that too. No, and I was like, this is going to be the fucking best. This is the beginning of the rest of my life. And like legitimately like everyone's like happy new year. I'm like shut the fuck up. It's starting. Shut up. And like everyone else is partying. I'm like can you go to another room? Yeah. Yeah. No this is this is legit mad that night. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that. I don't even know what he said. I think he said you wouldn't get it. That's the Joker saying you wouldn't get it. That was me. Yeah. I wouldn't get it. You lived in a society that night. Yeah. I sure did. Damn. But that is like for some reason. Was that in your basement at your house? Yeah. We used to beat each other blind. No, that was another house. Uh, we used to beat the shit out of each other in Matt's basement. Yeah, that was true. Yeah, it was me and him and a bunch of our buddies and De- and Dakota. Yeah. Pork. We Logan, called him Pork Chop. Do you chop. have a New Year's Eve that you remember most? Um, there was New Year's Eve that I hung out. There was this one New Year's Eve that I hung out with a bunch of strippers. We were all doing Molly together. This is what I was going for with your story, Matt. <laughs> well, I was, to be clear, I it was describing notes, Matt. Mario Party. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I actually did. And you had my show. I'd be damned if I didn't get really turned on. <laughs> for, to Mario Party? <laughs> You're stretching now. You're yeah. Stretching yeah. Now. <laughs> I have so many, I have to squeeze them on. <laughs> In a one Because <laughs> he, well, he has I to delete it. <laughs> he has to delete the board tonight and then make a new one for next week. <laughs> Sorry, we don't make the rules. Um, Damn. 
But like, do you have a particularly memorable New Year's? Oh yeah. Um, were you gonna finish Logan or? Yeah, I mean, I did finish. Oh, yeah. that night. I see. I, see. I got you. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, I got one. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think the most memorable one is that is coming to mind right now is in when I was in. Like, is it a bit? Like, do you, do you know Like, you said you had one. You, have you to, said. You have, you, you have to know that you do this. Like, I, I do have one. I have a lot. I have a lot. But You've been doing this since the first episode. I have a lot. I have a lot. I have a lot. But I'm going to tell one. And then you, and, and you interrupted me. And you interrupted me. I was telling my story and you interrupted me. Can I finish? And he's just been this whole time. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> what do you got? What As you- I was saying, uh, it was like. He just needs it was some, like in yeah. high school or something. I don't know. It was like, uh, what was that, 2011, 2012, 2011, 2010? I don't know. But uh, I went over to a friend's house, a friend's house, uh, and I brought uh, <laughs> sparkling grape juice and a bag of fireworks, and we just popped them in her driveway, and it was nice. Jimmy, what about you? Do you have any news <laughs> Particularly memorable. That was good. No, I don't think that I was do. Good. No, there was this one night. Um, I was with my brother and my sister, and we decided to go out in the pasture, and that we we had a bunch of steers in the you know in the back of the pasture. Because uh, I was staying at my grandpa's house, and we're like, what if we just like choke one out? Like that would be so funny, dude. Pasture? Excuse me. Yeah, so we just went out. A pastor? Yeah, <laughs> pastor taco. So I just got on the back of the steer and I just like choked it out. No, you didn't. I, I wish I could say that I didn't, <laughs> but I got on the back and I was just like. With your bare hands? Yeah, well, no. Oh, I, wait. It's like a rear naked chokehold. Oh, I thought choked one out was him saying he was masturbating. Okay, this makes a lot more sense. Yeah, this is better. Masturbating to cows. So yeah, I just got on its back and I was like. Happy New Year! And I just got it and in a rear naked chokehold, and I was just like, Rah! "Are you for real?" And then we ate it. Mm. It's country, baby. Happy New Year! I just thought of it. I just thought of my Trappy other. That was really good. I liked that. I Yay. just thought of the actual answer to your question. Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. And and the first one was very nice, but this one. <laughs> God. <laughs> this one was uh was really good we went and we were i don't know where we were we were like driving in uh in austin and we just did a lot of shrooms mm. and as as yeah. uh the okay. clock was winding down to new year's e or new year's the the new year um and we felt ourselves transition from one like temporal reality to the next oh, upon yeah. eleven fifty nine fifty nine to twelve oh 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 you know and and I just felt like that was a really special moment in my life where I actually felt the time 
slipping through me, slipping from a ghost. me yeah, to something else. I think New Year's is a shitty holiday. It is. Well, I was, that's can I tell you guys? No, I was literally going to say that because so my my most memorable New Year's, there's really only like three that I even remember. One being four days ago. Mm. Um, the other one being High School Musical. Well, I, I mean, I remember watching it, but like, I mean, I guess that's one of them then. But um, ah. I remember going to one. Knoxville. Uh, I don't remember this. With Dominic and Delaney. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, then we're, we're up to five. Thank you. But there was one, there was one party that we went to in college mm-hmm. and we took the picture the Courtney took it us of us and she was like super drunk. But the thing about New Year's is that people just girls dress super slutty and then everyone gets super <clears throat> drunk and that's it. That's the holiday. Yeah. Um so like I feel like it's generally it's not, not just very girls fun. by the way. Sure. Um but the thing yeah, about just this. The thing I'm about New Year's baby. is that uh, like for the majority of my life I was um Christian and in a Christian household so it was like what? extra lame. Um but I remember my freshman year of college, um, my friend who, she had gotten married like a week before, she got married like two days before Christmas or something like that, insisted that we all come over to her and her new husband's house for New Year's <clears throat> because like they had just moved in or whatever and like, and it was the most miserable New Year's Eve <laughs> of my life because she's like really, she had like a very controlling personality so she was like demanding that we all play board games and like not like everyone just kind of wanted to sit around and talk and she was like no we're gonna play this and so then we would like play um like cranium and like shitty board games like that so then when when 12 o'clock came around she was like okay guys okay it's this is it this is it and then you know it's like five four three two one and everyone was like ready to leave and it was the worst yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah, sounds, sounds pretty bad. That's my yeah. issue with with New Year's parties. Like, it's usually like a big blue ball event. You know, like yeah. if you're focused on a ball going up into the sky, yeah, yeah. not even that high up. Like, ever heard of the moon? Yeah, I think that's you put. Well, it goes up and then you it comes does it go down. down? Yeah, yeah, you're I mean, going it comes backwards down. in time. Well, that's why Danny and I this oh, this last when the ball hits the ground. This is ten at two. Oh you decided to not. Well, look. Danny and I this last year were like, we're just going to do our own thing. So, honestly, we just kept it chill. Like, <laughs> it was actually kind of nice. Like, we went to the park. She loves to go on walks. I do not. But she was like, what if we just take a, you know, walk around the park, just me and you, and, you know, just kind of let the clock hit strike midnight. And I was like, that'd be really cool. So, we're walking for a little bit. And we see these keys. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, I bet, I bet I could choke one of those out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so literally, like, right at midnight, I was like, Danny, count down. And then right at midnight, I caught one, and I just choked it out, dude. Mm. So what it, what were these? Geese. Geese. Oh, oh. Geese. I thought you yeah. said uh, Much kitties? easier to <laughs> choke out a goose than yeah. long neck. Did you take it home and eat it? Uh, this one, no, we just left it there. One I time, I thought that'd be like not very romantic if I took it with Jimmy, us. Jimmy, like, one time to... when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in my my first several years of life. I lived in an on campus dorm type of apartment with my family, where my dad was going to school. Mm-hmm. And so the mail, like where you go to pick up your mail, was all the way across campus. And so then my dad and I would like walk sometimes. And this was in Chicago, and so there were geese fucking everywhere. 
and there was one day that we were walking and this goose came up to me on the sidewalk and was like like right out and we're like the same height i'm three years old Mm. um and i started like i started getting like a little bit scared and my Mm -hmm. dad was like it's okay and like just keep walking it'll it'll leave you alone like don't make eye contact right and the goose is like following me it's like like honking at me it's like it's like what the fuck is this small child it's the same height as me i didn't like it's very confused and i got so angry that i just turned around and slapped it in the like 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 spun like spun mm-hmm. around whipped my hand back and slapped it and it like and like <laughs> spun spun around and then fell over oh wow and Whoa. then my dad and i went and got the mail <laughs> and then we fed the mail to the goose yeah yeah wow that's Whoa. a true story that's awesome that is one of the better stories i've heard yeah, yeah. That's you a, know, that, I, it's, one of, it's one of the there. it's one of the four stories that my dad tells i so. think slapping Ooh. uh Mm-hmm. Small, um, like defenseless animals is oh, yeah. so oh, pause, awesome. Let's all pause, name pause, an animal pause. that we've slapped. Uh, human being. <laughs> Woman. That was gonna be mine. That was gonna be mine. All right, Just, boys. The New Year's resolution is we all have to slap seven different animals this year. Oh my I, yeah. hard. <laughs> okay, uh, I've slapped a horse's butt. And, and Austin, this goes for yeah. you too. Yeah. Seven animals. Seven he's gonna animals. get like a super late start because like he's not he's gonna listen to it on the day yep. of release and be like oh fuck yeah I'm gonna be five deep by that point yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to slap I'm gonna Gorilla. go home and slap my dog tonight I want to slap right. a sloth hey boys we're going to the zoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like one time do you get points for like the type like I feel like birds should be worth more birds Ooh, should be yeah. worth more. Mm-hmm. Fly, uh, not flightless birds though. Can we know That's joke? easy. Can we start like a social media campaign of like whenever we slap, slap an animal, birds. we get it on video and send it to each other? And we I was going to say that you, Pixar didn't count. Yeah. How do you get a picture of yourself slapping? Okay, you have to do I'm, burst photography and probably have to have another party there to do it. I'm an video. animator, so this is going to be easy for me. You get a video of it. Yeah, take a video. Okay. All right, and if you if you have your own video of you slapping a bird, I guess send it to No, but uh, it has to be us. from the year 2021. Yeah. No Time old videos it. of your bird slaps. Timestamp we'll it. Subscribe to our Patreon. You know what? That's my New Year's resolution is to get our Patreon up and running. That's a good one. Give the people what they want. That is a good one. Oh, yeah. Anyway, with that, we are going to go I'll, I'll take you up on that. We're going to go write some sketches, some sketches. <laughs> Uh, and we'll be right back. Let's talk for 20 more minutes. <laughs> no. All right. Goodbye. The members of Danger Junior worked very hard over their writing break to create an app for you to download to get all your shit delivered. When you download it, it will automatically delete any other app on your phone that could potentially be a delivery service. Don't worry, ladies. That period tracker is included in our app, so we know exactly when you're ready to deliver that tapeworm your ex got you pregnant with, and also when to deliver sanitary pads brought to you by Blood Diamonds and homemade chocolate made straight from our assholes. Never worry about getting that package on time with Delivered. Please download now. We need the money. Now back to the show. Wait, you mean a baby, right? Yeah. Oh. Delivering babies. Is that... 
Are those real apps that you have? Yeah, we made it. We made it. No, I mean the other ones that it's, you have to delete. It's mostly malware. You've kn- you don't know it's that women have malware. period tracker apps? We hope you no. have Lime. So oh, yeah. That's I mean, a real We hope you have LimeWire because if you do, your computer is hacked. Yeah. Matt. Hacked. Sorry. Period trackers. So, so it's so that when you go to the doctor, uh-huh. you can they can be like... How heavy have you had your periods been? And you can be like, oh, you know, on this day, this last time it was this. They'll be like, when, when was your last period? Was it early or late? And you can be like, oh, it was actually a couple of days late. It was weird. And it'll tell you when you're ovulating. So if you're trying to get pregnant, you know when to have sex. Fuck. You can, there are, in some apps, you can actually log every time that you've had sex and whether you came or not. What the hell we, are you talking about? <laughs> 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 yep. Wild. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Damn. That's actually what but my don't sketch worry, is about. Don't worry. Yeah. If you download our app delivered, all of that, you you won't even need a separate app. It's Damn, all in our that's app. That's crazy. Hmm. Ain't good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. That's all I'm trying to say, okay? Anyway, I think we're going to start with don't, Blake's don't sketch. Don't at me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tonight. Uh, my sketch is an advertisement. Oh. Uh, and I think you're gonna love it. Uh, all right, so I'll just get down to it. Courtney, or Megan, you'll be playing Courtney. Great. Uh, uh, Matt, you'll be playing Orban. Orban. Logan, you'll be playing Victor. Uh, Blake, you'll be playing Isaac. Uh, Jimmy, you'll be Blake. playing Dodd. And Dog all of Dodd. these, all of these names are actually the scientific names for the parts of your lungs. Are they? Yes. And is there anything that I need you know to know about Victor Courtney's, Blake? You know the Courtney's. Yep. Anything I need to know about Victor Blake? Uh, nope. We're all wasps. There cool. you go. Okay, We're all wasps. Start, yeah. cool. At a rich, fancy I'm restaurant. Figuring something out on my uh, Are wasps allowed in the restaurant? White Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Oh. <laughs> oh I was buzzing. <laughs> I was buzzing. You sure were, but not not that kind of wasp. <laughs> We're talking white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. I feel like the second half of this show is just me revealing how ignorant I am. Look out! I'm going to sting you. That's okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna bite That's you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna bite you with my biters. All right. Without further ado, my name is Blake Brown, and this is my sketch, and I titled it Modesta Teaser. Hi, a uh, table for four. Oh, we have a first-come, first-serve policy on seating, so feel free to sit yourselves at any available table, and I'll come by to take your order. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Courtney and her friends go to sit down. Uh, I'm so excited for you guys to try the food here. I I can't believe y'all hadn't heard of it before. (laughs) I'm surprised that you've been here. This place is uh, a bit of a dump. For real, Court, it does seem a bit dingy. Guys, you're being crazy. You've just got to trust me here. This is like my spot. Seriously, I come here all the time. <laughs> I I totally see how this could be a little hidden gem. I think that once you get past the weird smell and the pink, red, and black color scheme, it gets much cozier. I could really make this my place. Thank you. See, guys, Orbis gets me. That's because Orbis wants to doink you and reproduce rapidly. Orbis blushes and Courtney slaps Dodd. Just then, the server comes by their fleshy table to take the table's orders. Hey guys, I'm Isaac, but you can call me Eyes for short. Anywho, hey <laughs> oh no. 
Anywho, have y'all been down here to the lungs before? Well, we're all pretty new here. I only just moved into the throat recently, but I've been quickly helping to populate the bronchial area. I moved down here to the lungs just yesterday and met up with these guys who are also new. Well, let me give you some recommendations. Everything here is good, but I particularly like the smoked bronchial steak, interstitium sous vide. <laughs> wow. And poached. <laughs> Guys, I am really don't. Uh, what are we doing? I am too funny. I'm making myself laugh. Uh, uh, poached alveoli. I just love munching on it. You guys have to try the alveoli here. It's like these little delightful meaty pillows that they poach oh, ever so delicately. Oh, screw it. We'll take two orders for the table. I'll also take the house Amaro. It's blood, right? Yeah, I'll take that. I was eyeing that too, Court. I would love a smoked steak as well, Isaac. And for you, sir? I'll also have that bronchial steak. And last but not least... Hi, uh, do you have any vegetarian options? Uh, vegetarian options? I know it must be hard to find a in a place like this, but I, I would really appreciate it. Um, let me go ask the chef. Isaac the server floats briskly to the back to talk to the chef. Dodd heckles Orbis for his dietary choices. <laughs> Seriously, man? Vegetarian options? What? What do you mean? We're COVID-19... Particles. We snack on lung all damn day. Are you a COVID molecule or not? Well, yeah, obviously I'm a COVID molecule. I just think that we might be overstaying our welcome here. It's not our body, you know? I imagine how this human must feel right now. I mean, look around you. We've erected a sprawling metropolis in this lung alone. I heard right lung city is even larger and still growing. The way these walls shake every day must be felt by our carrier. I just feel bad, and it's small, but I want to do my part. You're such a pussy, Orbis. <laughs> you say you don't want to hurt the carrier by munching on lung, but you're still trying to fuck Courtney. There, is, <laughs> there isn't a contraceptive for COVID molecules yet, so what? You're just going to knock her up and not have the babies? No, she's going to reproduce in a few hours. Then you'll have to branch out to the upper bronchial suburbs just to house your little COVID tots. Boom! You've not helped to overpopulate the very... No, you've now helped, thank you, to overpopulate the very lungs that you so desperately want to protect. Admit it, Orbis. You're simping for Courtney, and you don't give a shit about the carrier. You're killing him just as quickly as us. You're wrong. I do care about the carrier. They facilitate life. They're provided this, they've provided this home for all of us. It would be ungrateful of me to ignore the carrier's blessing. We must preserve this home that's been given to us. And Courtney, I'm, I'm very attracted to you. Just to be clear. <laughs> Every time I see you, I get little butterflies in my body. However, Victor is right. If I pump you full of babies, we need to erect a small town to house our spawn. It goes against everything I believe in. I'm sorry, Orbis, were you saying something? Orbis is crushed. <gasps> hey, guys. Uh, sorry for the lelay. Uh... You said lelay. <laughs> <laughs> you said lelay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry for the delay. It looks like the chef was able to locate some lungus. 
longest. I'm sorry. I just really like that word. <laughs> it's like Jimmy with skeleton. Yeah. yeah. It looks like the chef was able to locate some lungus for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it's just been a really rough day. <laughs> He's grilling it up now and should have it right out. Anything else right now? <laughs> Thanks for the lungus. I think that will be all. Great. <laughs> Enjoy the food, guys. <laughs> Isaac dashes into the back. Guys, are you feeling okay? I took a few bites of my alveoli and my mouth started to go numb. I've got this insane pressure in my head. Ugh, I feel awful suddenly. Look, guys, the restaurant is filling with some sort of vapor. The vapor swirls through the restaurant and shoots out all doors, flooding the metropolis. All of the COVID molecules scream and gasp and wheeze and eventually burst into a bloody mess. The tables at the restaurant are filled with dead COVID bodies and wonderful lung food. As quickly as the vapor came (laughs) into the freshly erected lung metropolises, it was gone. The carrier let out a deep breath (laughs) for the first time in weeks. What followed was a massive vape cloud, followed by several gasping COVID corpses. 2021 is here. Vape the vaccine. That's a hashtag. Hashtag vape the vaccine. Hell yeah. (laughs) Vape the vax. (laughs) Dang. That's the opposite of being an anti-vaxxer. Being a vax vapor. (laughs) Dude, if you're willing to fucking suck that shit back. Ooh. Do you think the vaccine's going to come in, like, pineapple flavor? Or, like, Fruit Loops? I hope so. <laughs> like, Fruit Pineapple uh, vaccine? I really hope so. Skittles. Dude, Skittles I would love a vaccine. pickle vape. You, I'm oh, sure vaccine. you would. Oh, my God. I'm sure you would, brother. Is that a vape in a pickle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. I like to smoke my vaccine through a pickle. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you, dude, have you guys ever like heard a, of Pickle like Rick? <laughs> it's like the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. That is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Blake. One thing Blake. I loved about your sketch. One thing I hated about your sketch. The thing I loved about your sketch was how funny it was. The thing I hated about it was a fucking COVID vaccine. <laughs> and like, here's what I wanted. Look at my tummy. What? Here's what. Why are looking. you doing the tummy Stop. bit? Why are you Stop. doing the Stop. tummy Stop. bit? Smack the microphone against this it. This is why we didn't give him a loose microphone. Stop. Like, here's what I, here's where I wanted it to go. I wanted there to, which I now understand, having gotten to it, that you wanted it to go this way so that you could say that he got some lungus. (laughs) Which, what is lungus? But, no, 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 no. What I wanted, (laughs) what I wanted (laughs) was... (laughs) Was for... (laughs) What I wanted was for Isaac to come back and say like, oh no, there's not any vegetarian options. And then for Courtney or anyone else really to go full Karen. Mm. And then maybe come back with Longus. I had a a lot more plans. Longus is better. 
Um, he still could have come I back. I did with really want to write longus. It's lung fungus for the listener. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Got it. So that's uh, always the best of them. Best goddamn writer from Timbuktu to Portland, Maine. Amen. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Yeah, I just really wanted to write Lungus. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Lungus was definitely good. Did you write the word Lungus first and then like write the rest of the script around it? So here's the deal with Lungus. Yeah. <laughs> I I was thinking about how I mean, a it's lot in of, your notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the parts of the lung sound Italian, sound like Italian foods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I already had Amaro there. And you think... <laughs> And, and you think of Italian people as the fungus of the earth. I already had. I was thinking about shrooms because I was uh, talking about shrooms earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking about lungs. Lungs doesn't really sound like an Italian dish. But lungus. A lungus. <laughs> Can I get a plate of a lungus? Yeah. So but not lungs on you. Oh, that's better. That's not, that's not vegetarian. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not vegetarian. So, yeah, there you go. There's the I story of Lungus. The lungus. I did write a lot of that so that I could write the word Lungus. I, I, and I respect that. Yeah, yeah, I respect the hustle. Hey, the give it up for the hustle, I mean, honestly, honestly, if you wrote this whole sketch just so that you could get to Lungus, you wrote a pretty good sketch for that. Like, I also believe that you should vape the vaccine. This is not uh, comedy <laughs> for me. Uh, I really think that we should get the vaccine in a vapable package, and I think we should rip that vape sucker till it's dry. You can get addicted to vape, right? Uh, no, you can rip it to, and grip it. You could be addicted to being cool. Yeah, <laughs> I just you want to imagine a to... person addicted to vaccines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if it comes in yeah. pickle flavor, that will be me. Yeah, you can be addicted. Hey, to Doc, getting laid. Uh, you got any more of that? Um, I can't think of any vaccines. Uh, you got any more CRISPR? <laughs> you got any more CRISPR for my pen? I'm Jonesing for the longest doc. I mean, there's like uh, What's that one that gives you lockjaw? Tetanus. Hey, doc, you got any more of that tetanus? You got any more tetanus? I was going to say Gardasil. Hey, hey, doc, I'm feeling real cold. <laughs> you got any more Gardasil? All right, Logan. We're Woo! gonna move on to Logan. It's sketch. the doctor, and and it isn't written like a sketch. Okay, and so what I'm gonna do, Jimmy, is I'm gonna have you read all the stuff that isn't lines. All right. Okay. Eventually, we're gonna get sure. to okay. lines, uh, and it's written like you know prose, just like a novel. Um, I put whoever's speaking to before the line. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna have Jimmy. You're gonna be the narrator. Megan, Sick. you're gonna be Joe. Matt, you're going to be Al. Blake, you're going to be Braun. And then Megan, you're going to play the anchor at the end. Who are you? Braun. I'm not going to read. What? I wrote it. I want you guys to read it. This is plain spotting. A Canadian goose steps out into the sunlight and stretches its dark, or its large dark wings. Today's the day. Today is the day. Aldioli, the Canadian goose, who lives under the Maple Street Bridge, will finally take to the sky and fly south for the winter after 19 long years. An important thing to know about Al is that his wife and his children both died in 9-11. Oh, God. And he's been building and stockpiling small bombs, <laughs> guns, and other weapons in hopes that if he ever gets his hand on one of those filthy jihads, jihadis, he might finally find a little bit of justice in the world. 
Aldioli the goose, after giving his wings that much-needed stretch, steps out into the water and heads to his friend, Bron Keoli's den. Bron is a beaver. A beaver. <laughs> Why'd you tell him and not me? <laughs> a beaver is nearly... Dammed up his section of the little river that runs through the small town in rural Connecticut they both found themselves in, albeit under largely different circumstances. Brown never had a family, nor was he alive to see and remember those terrible circumstances that befell New York City on September 11, 2001. Brown is only seven, and he's lived on this river nearly his entire life. His mother, however, only barely stumbled into town on death's door after spending New Year's Eve of 2012 strung from end to end on heroin and separate amphetamine cocktail strong enough to kill Steer, let alone a 24-pound American beaver in the autumn of her years. The John who dropped her off by the river, probably from the backseat of a bed old Toyota Tercel, was never seen in the state of Connecticut again, and Brock's mother only lived long enough to have her baby delivered. Using the cell phone app Delivered, <laughs> shout out, just before she died of cardiac arrest. <laughs> Al, especially these days, is Bron's only friend, and Bron holds on to that feeling that Al is capable of reciprocating that emotion. But the goose he knows is a cold one. After his wife and children died, the Aldioli, who loved things and honked deeply, was killed with them. How long has he been in there? Has to have been years. I mean, do they give him vitamin D at least? Joe Rogan asks his guest over Bron's Bluetooth speaker. Turn that shit up, Bron. I got good news. Al honks at Bron, who's on the roof of his den, plugging holes in the roof left by a storm the night before. Uh, give me a second. If I quit this now, I'll have to start over later. I'm gonna head inside. I gotta unload some stuff. Al honks in return. Al pushes past the curtain of beads that Bron has hanging from a branch, acting as a front door. He makes his way across the den to a large table and unloads all the things he's brought across the river with him. A Glock 9mm handgun, two M67 hand grenades, a map with a few locations marked, and a stolen copy of the Quran with a bookmark still pa- <laughs> with a bookmark still between pages 234 and 235. What's so important you're going to make me stop working on my house? I'm having a lady over lady, you know. I don't want it to be a leaky roof that makes her wet. <laughs> Bron reaches for a high-five from Al, but Al is too busy poring over his maps to notice. So Bron high-fives a branch sticking out of, of his den wall. Well, what is it? I found the guy. Al honks to Bron solemnly. You found the guy? What guy? The guy who flew the planes into the tower? He died in the crash? Al, it's been almost 20 years. You have to learn to live again, you know. Bron, shut the fuck up. I don't... I don't... I don't wanna... I don't wanna hear it, okay? You never knew your family. You never had the chance to love them. All you can ever do is move forward, but I can still feel my little goslings under my wings like they're still there. Every night, I have the same dream. I'm flying across the Manhattan skyline, and I see the first plane approaching. I know what I have to do. I turn into it. Oh, my God. And get sucked up by that engine. And it explodes into a mist of pink feathers. And you know what happens? The towers don't fall. I fucking wish! (laughs) The plane falls the earth, crashing into the Hudson River. My soul somewhere inside the twisted metal. Believing I've saved my goose and goslings. Only to see the tower still fall straight down fast. As if it wasn't the planes that brought them down at all. (laughs) And I want you to tell me why it falls like that, Brian. 
Owl honks, waiting for Braun to reply. Because it's a nightmare? You're not far from the truth, Bronson. Because the world we live in might as well be a nightmare. Because you can't even trust the people sworn to protect your family. Because I spent the last month hunting down everyone within a 200-mile radius I could find that professed to have any affiliation with Al-Qaeda and beating them until they talked, and most importantly, because I found the mastermind behind the whole plot. Well, who is it, Al? Bron, I love you, kid, and I know you're going to be fine. Just watch the news for me, will you? Okay, but Al, don't do anything crazy. You're my best friend. I, I don't know what I would do if... if- Al flaps his wings and flies out one of the holes in Bron's roof. Bron never sees him at the table again. A day or so later, Bron watches the news. Prayers go out across the state of Texas today after an unknown and practically undetected terrorist group carried out an attack on the home of former President George Bush in McLennan County, Texas. Local law enforcement is saying an unidentified object was somehow able to fly under radar and managed to put down a payload of explosives that managed to take the life of the former president and send the former first lady to intensive care where her condition is undetermined. Amidst the rubble, the only foreign object identified was the corpse of a Canadian goose. Aside from that, no other evidence as to the culprit or culprits has been found. More updates to come. Back to you, Tom. Wow. My only comment on that sketch is how fucking great am I doing a news anchor voice? Yeah. That was really good. Dude, I'm so yeah. fucking good at wow. that. I was it's like, really good. Very good. Like, yeah. Is she a news anchor? Is I feel like I think that's news. like my career calling. I think you're, I'm supposed to be a news anchor. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like your ability to read uh, news anchors so well actually kind of overshadowed the rest of the sketch Thank and you. kind of detracted from it. Thank yeah. you. This was a news anchor sketch. I'm, I'm actually mad because <laughs> <laughs> she did it so well. Uh, yeah. I wanted more honks in my dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Here, yeah. just slot this in post. <laughs> yeah, we'll just throw those in. I like the solemn honk hey, that Matt, you threw in there. Can you just do some honks for coverage? <laughs> yeah. Can we shoot a few honks for coverage? Honk. <laughs> can I get a couple? Get some high ones. Couple. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that you got like, it. It sounded like a collie that just got kicked in the stomach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I really like this sketch, man. It is good. Hey, thank you. I like knew where it was going as I would like read the like. I did not read ahead at all. I just yeah. read yeah. the next word in front of me, and I was like, I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad yeah. that he got his vengeance. You you know, vengeance is a cold dish, and I don't know. I mean, he's dead, you know. And maybe if he had stayed with his buddy Braun. He could have lived a longer life. Mm-hmm. He probably would have been a lot. I mean, if he had just not spent his life, you know, hunting down those people and just hung out with his good buddy Brown, he probably would have been a lot happier. Some but I am, I am glad that he got his revenge. I, I also, I yeah, am too. I, I want to know: Did Bron get laid? Did Bron- of course Bron got laid? Hey. Do you hear his voice? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey. Let me tell you Braun, this. Fuck beaver. Mm. Flip a coin. If it lands on one side, 
pretty good chance. He got. Hey, uh, hey, Tuts. I also like that. Hey, Tuts, my name's Braun. It's nice to meet you. Um, listen, I fixed the holes back in my roof. Uh, no longer leaking, but um, you'll still be wet. <laughs> Anyways, Tuts, uh, why don't you come on back to my place? At first, I thought that uh, because I was listed as the character Joe Rogan, I thought that. Al was gonna like appear on the Joe Rogan on podcast. the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. So I liked that Braun was just playing it, like yeah, it just had it on. Speaker. Yeah, it was really yeah. funny, very funny. And I wanted uh, the I like the the excerpt from it that I used yeah 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 about, really good. It's when he was talking about Julian Assange. Do they give him vitamin D at least? Yeah, yeah. he's never going outside. Hey man, cool yeah. sketch. Hey, thanks, hey guys. dude, cool it reminds sketch. me really fun to write. I feel like it would be fun to to do it. You know, in the style of the rat sketches from Portlandia. Yeah. Yes. Oh, when they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. stealing from the grocery, I feel yeah. like it would be fun to do like a little stop motiony. Yeah. Like that, because then you could build like the little miniatures of the towers. Yeah. I'm on it. In like his nightmare, yeah, that'd be He's so fun. It. Sorry if I yelled too much. Never. Know, you don't uh, have to apologize. I did for a that. sketch. What was the sketch we did like two weeks ago? A lot of yelling. Or two episodes ago, where I was fucking screaming. What was yeah. that one? I don't know. Yeah, you guys remember that one? I feel like that's most. Yeah, yeah. It's we most scream sketches. a lot. No, there was one where you were getting mad at me. You're I, either at was, a one or a ten. Yeah, that's, that's true. Because I'm you. literally laying down right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally. <laughs> and you got your hood all the way up. And you, you like you're little... wrapped up in a little blanket. <laughs> a little yeah. blankie. Ooh, this little baby cold. Okay, well, boys, thanks y'all for ready? reading my sketch, guys. That was really, that was really kind. Y'all ready to? Y'all ready to move on? Do that? Yes, I am. Hmm. Which one are we doing next? Hi, I'm Blake Brown. Hi, I'm Blake Brown. What? That's the name of the sketch. I know. I'm just kidding. I have it pulled up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Blake, you're going to be playing yourself. Nice. Okay, and Jimmy, you're going to be playing Trevor. Trevor Trevor is, guess what? Um, A nerdy kid. Nerdy little kid. Classic Jimmy character. With like a really high voice. Classic me. You don't have to have a high voice. You you, You can if you want. But yeah. you're like a nerdy kid. It sounds like Logan, you want one. you'll be playing Noah. <laughs> yeah. Logan, Hell you'll yeah. be playing Noah. Hell yeah. Gamer shit. I'm playing Noah. And he, he's playing Trevor. I'm playing Noah. What? No, he's no. playing Trevor. Get fucked, Trevor Blake Noah. is playing himself. You're playing Noah. And Noah is like, uh, you remember in your sketch with the horny jail where the older brother is like, oh, you're watching porn on your computer. I'm the older brother character. You're the older brother Woo! character. Hell yeah. I was born to play the older brother character. And then, joke. Matt, you're playing Liam. Yeah. He is their dad. Mm. And you have to have an Irish accent. No, you don't. No, I can't do that. Okay. And, I already ruined New York. And I have some some music that I will be playing, and I'm ready when you guys are. This is this sketch is called Hi, I'm Blake Brown. Okay, cool. Who's Eli? <sighs> Can I... Hold on. I'm taking a picture of myself really quick. Hold on. I'm taking a picture. What do you want me to do? Not? All right, here we go. You ready? All right, we go. We're good. And I'm playing Noah. Hi, I'm Blake Brown. <laughs> it says, does some curl twirlies or plays a guitar or something. And you're watching Disney Channel. There's a blackout transition. We see Trevor sitting at the dining table of an upper middle class home that the writers want you to think is lower middle class. It's very obvious that the mother is dead as all the pictures on the walls and around the house are just Trevor, his brother Noah, and his dad Liam. Trevor is making a huge mess and it is pretty indistinguishable what he is doing. 
Noah barges in the house, and it's very obvious that he's the older brother, both in looks, but he also throws his keys on the couch when he enters. What's up, fart face? Uh. I'm making my present for Avery's birthday. What do you think? Trevor holds up a metal frame covered in wet spaghetti noodles and ribbon and gears. I think it looks like something you pull from the sewer, turd nuggins. <laughs> Yeah, y'all are on Disney Channel. <laughs> just, yeah. just so y'all, in case you didn't get it. In case you didn't you get it. You look and smell like a pussy. Okay, can you take it from the sewer one? <laughs> <laughs> looks like, what if I was like, looks like cum. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, I'm in a mood tonight. Yeah, I just really want my sketch to be like okay. red, like how, you know, because right. I'm the writer I'm, of the sketch. You, bro, Thank you so you. much. I think it looks like something you pull from the sewer turd nuggins. <laughs> Do you want me to play the no, last No, you don't. Song? You don't. It's just that's really just for Austin in editing. You don't have to. Yeah, play the you, whole don't, thing? you don't have to play it. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> Art is about collaboration. It's you, not gonna be funny. Okay, wait, it's not gonna be funny because you're not reading the back. Back. That makes sense. All right, let's let's go for it. Looks, I think it looks, All right, guys, from uh, you know what I think it looks like. All right, from the Trevor. top, from the top. Let's do it from the top. Throw your keys. Come on. All right, track one. I think it looks like some you pour from the sewer, turd nuggets. Huh. You look like something pulled from the sewer. No, grabs the front of Trevor's shirt. What did you say, butt muncher? I said, you've never looked cuter. Uh, Noah giving Trevor a noogie. That's what I thought. Now, I've got a hot date with Jessica tonight, so don't go messing things up for me. Jessica, that girl from school you've had crush on since kindergarten, she agreed to go out with you. <laughs> yeah, dorks, Phil. She did. And I'm here to be comfortable, so don't go ruining it with another one of your inventions. Huh. Oh, wait. I thought. No. Mm-mm. No. It's not. That's a trap. I thought I laugh at my own lines. That's it. That's it, you can we just can it? Can we just move no, on? It's no, it's a good sketch. It's going in a funny I'm direction. I'm excited for my character. I'm genuinely excited to see what she, what your, one of your inventions. Can you take I it from your last one? Yeah, take it from your last one. Yeah, don't spill. She did. I She'll be ruining it with another one of your inventions. I don't think you need my help to ruin anything. You've done pretty well so far. <laughs> oh, yeah? Noah starts approaching Trevor very quickly with his fist raised. Trevor swoops up all the junk on the table and runs uh, towards the off of the set to what we know is his bedroom. He stops just shy of offset. Say hi to Jessica for me, and don't forget to add a little... Holding all his junk like he's hugging a lady, he starts doing that weird making out thing where you purse your lips and move around going... Shut up, dweebus! Noah hurls some leftover junk at Trevor as he finally leaves the room. Noah picks up a spaghetti noodle, shrugs, eats it, decides it's pretty good, looks around to see if anyone is watching, grabs more, and shoves it into his mouth as he exits the set to get ready for his big night. 
Liam is cooking dinner in the kitchen wearing an apron that says grill master. Noah comes barreling into the room, flipping things over in a hurry and obviously in a panic. Keys, keys, keys. If I were keys, where would I be? Looking for something, son? <laughs> no, Dad. I'm playing hide-and-seek with a cockroach. <laughs> well, why don't you look for it at the dinner table? Food's almost ready. Uh, I'm going out with Jessica tonight? You know, just my dream girl since kindergarten. Ah, uh, so not only did I cook your dinner and give you a house for you to lose your keys in, but you're probably gonna ask me for money. Speaking mu- of which... Can I borrow 20 bucks? Liam already has the bill in his hand. He gives a sarcastic look to Noah, but he pulls it back just as Noah reaches for it. Check the couch. Noah runs over and removes all the cushions from the couch and finds his keys. Ah, Jessica, here I come. (laughs) Noah rushes out the door and we cut back to Liam. Three, two, one. Noah runs back in the house, grabs the 20 from Liam's hand, and runs back out. Just before the door closes... I love you, son! Bye, Dad! Well, I guess I get an extra serving of meatloaf tonight. He tries to go back to cooking when Trevor enters the room. Now presenting the Easy Morning 3000. His face is covered in horrendous makeup. Liam looks up to see Trevor has entered the room with a contraption he can't make sense of. Ah, uh, yes, your latest project, I see. What, what's it do? Well, it's a gift for Olivia. And I figured girls are always complaining about how much they have to do in the morning to get ready. So I made something for her that can do it all at once. This arm can floss your teeth, while this brush puts on your eyeshadow, all while this hated one curls your hair. My hair isn't long enough, so I textured that part on some spaghetti noodles. So that's where all my noodles went. (laughs) Well, that's just great, son. When is Olivia's birthday? Dad, it's tonight. Billy's mom is on the way to pick me up right now. (laughs) Well, more meatloaf for me, I guess. (laughs) Let's get you cleaned up. Liam wipes off Trevor's face just as we hear a car horn outside. Yes, her, Dad. I gotta go. Trevor rushes out the door, and just as the door closes... (laughs) I love you, son. Bye, Dad. Liam lets out a big sigh, sticks a fork in his meatloaf, and takes a big bite out of the side. So, I didn't get to finish it. I want there to be, like, a thing where we see both of, like, we see, you know, Noah on his date, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to have one of the inventions ruin it, but, you know, that's the dynamic. I know. You definitely have watched a shitload of Disney Channel shows. Yeah, this is like. This is every Disney Channel show. Thank you. Thank you. I teach middle school. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you really nailed. What I was, you even paused when it says laugh so that when Austin edits in the laughs, it's like, Oh, yeah. the whole time I was just making the face to myself oh, yeah. that the dad always does. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> when you like laughing to More himself. More yeah. for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you really crushed that. Yeah. Look, I grew up on, once again, my most memorable New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And I love, like, I I think it's funny. I feel like the whole comedic style of Disney shows is just siblings insulting each other. Yeah. That's like really all yeah. they, that's the only type of comedy they have. Yeah. And the dad just keeping it together. Yeah. Hey, so I brother, like that. You sure do smell bad. Yeah. <laughs> like I like that. I'm no, going to kill you. You do. Yeah. They just say I, like different insults to each other. I, I kind of wanted it to be that the invention 
one, like one of Trevor's inventions killed their mom. I really oh. want that to happen. Too. I was hoping his invention was going to be Maybe in a another gun. episode. Show you how to use the gun. Yeah. They're like, what's a gun do? Trevor. The first gun. Show dad, this is COVID 19. I also kind of like the way you read, that's her dad, I gotta go, was like a 1970s jazz musician with a lisp. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. You went, you went full Duke Ellington there, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's her, Dad. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's funny, too, that, Logan, you read it like like a douche. Like, you obviously don't watch, you obviously don't watch Disney Channel shows. No, I'm like the older brother that smokes cigarettes and wears a headband and a, le- and a leather vest. It's, no. not, the older, it's vest. not the older brother trope yeah. I'm going for. Like, what's up, penis breath? He like comes into his room nope. and he's like, "Mom and Dad are out of town tonight, and if you fuck it up for me, I'll kill you." With my, he's like, "No, nope. you were supposed to be playing yeah. James. You were supposed to be playing yeah, Miles." Yeah, yeah. Oh no way, dude! What? I play. Well, he's well, like, no, that's they not always, how I play the They'll older read brother. it and they'll be like, "Yeah, butt face. Yeah. What of it?" Like, no, I yeah. play the older brother that's got a car and that is weirdly violent. I did. Like, that's Biff. That's Biff Tan. Yeah, dude, Biff. From, dude, Biff for sure. Yeah. My favorite bit of the like uh stage direction uh, was mm-hmm. when he threw his keys to the couch where I was like I know exactly who this is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And also, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, setting that one up. I also like that the wet spaghetti was setting up, you know. Um, I really I really put in a lot of a lot of, a lot foreshadowing. of foreshadowing. I could write this. It's my dad does yeah. whatever he <laughs> Whenever anyway. he accurately sees foreshadowing in a movie. I could write that. <laughs> Let's have your dad on the cast, dude. Yeah, it's Wesley. time for Lee to sit in the hot seat. Amen. Hey, Dad. Hey, welcome Daddy. The, you got Discord, brother? Anyway, let's move on. You done fucked up. Jimmy Disney Warren. Channel shows. I, was, I, I, might, I might write another one because I think they're funny, like my reality TV show sketches. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I think Those like ripping off good. genre is gonna be my. You're I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, because like, yeah, even my and my game show sketch was really good. I think genre is really my my thing. Yeah. I just want to continue. Do you want to tell us other sketches of yours that are good? That are ripping off genres. <laughs> yeah. George. Of a podcast <laughs> that gives hope and joy and inspiration to millions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Like were you guys? Really oh, I was just gonna Where's say, our money? I think give us money. I write. Give us money. Sketches. Money. Speed date. Yeah. Around one word that I make up that I think is funny, and then I end up Skull. laughing and through it, and I can't read it all the way through. Skeleton. Yeah, stop and that laughing works. at my own stupid joke. <laughs> Great. Uh, speed date. Speed date. This is a sketch that I wrote called Speed Date. All right, Logan, you're gonna play Hefe. Hefe. Yeah. Do he, I have a Hispanic he, accent? No. Okay. <laughs> Please you have a Hannibal Lecter oh, accent. Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, literally. Okay. Like Hannibal that kind of energy. Yeah. And then, um, Megan, you're going to play Paula. She's like a host announcer type. Like, oh, type. fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she's just like almost like game showy. Okay, got it. I'm going to read. Matt and Blake, you've got two parts. So, remember who those people are. D-nice. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell me about Melinda. Carolyn versus Melinda? Uh, Which Melinda, one's got a higher voice? Melinda's got a higher voice for sure. <laughs> Thought I wouldn't know the answer to that. 
I'm going to read both of my parts with my normal voice because I find that when I do a high-pitched voice, I'm doing a stereotype of women, and I don't like that. Welcome I want to, you to do a stereotype of women. Welcome to the podcast. Wham, man. man. We, hey, that's... <laughs> and Matt, as the woman on the podcast, I'm going to give you... It's like your N-word pass, but it's from women. me. Yeah. yeah. It's your stereotypical woman pass. The, I was just fishing. The, so that, basically, all this is like... Uh, it's a broom and dishwasher convention for women. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. The first time I ever read for a woman on this... I got called out because they were like, you're literally just doing, why are we doing just a stereotypical woman voice? Yeah, Megan probably like, I got For one sure. song and I'm playing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Play let's get going. This is my one radio station. Okay, just kicked my mic. That's what you want. This is, I'm going to do narration and read one of the parts that I have already written down for myself that I'm saying out loud so I remember it. This is Speed Date. There's a well-lit hotel ballroom. With 25 tables, two, with 25 two-person tables set up in a circle. This is a speed dating event. There are sixes and sevens all over the place. There is a line of males and females entering the room at the two entrances, filling out a list of their favorite interests and hobbies. They all grab a name tag and write down their names and take a seat. While the contenders mingle and busy themselves, there's a lone man that has already taken a seat. The host walk up to the microphone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Speed Dating for Sixes and Sevens. I see you've all written down a list of your interests and everyone has a name tag. Mm -hmm. You will all get a chance to meet one another, so don't worry if you've already seen your future crush. (laughs) Everyone take a seat, don't be shy. You'll have a few moments to visit with the person in front of you. Then once the buzzer rings, the women will stay seated and the men will move to the right. Okay, okay, now that everyone's seated, let the game of love begin. A woman joins the lone man, and everyone gets comfortable in their starting positions. So tell me, what is your favorite war? Excuse me? Uh, A favorite war? Why would anyone have a favorite war? The woman is immediately turned off, and they sit in silence until the buzzer goes off. Jeff moves to the right and takes the previous man's place. So tell me, do you think the Earth is flat? No. Wait, do you? I I knew this was a mistake. I should have not listened to my sister. I should have just stayed home. There seems to be a lot of evidence to lean both ways. What do you think? No, I don't believe the Earth is flat, if you must know. So you're a round earther? Yeah, I'm a round earther. Okay, uh, let's make sure to move seats when the buzzer goes off. Mm-hmm. I know some of you are having good conversations, but we want to make sure you get to talk to everyone. Jeff takes a seat in front of another contender. Hey, oh, you're cute. You must definitely be a seven. My name is Melinda. What do you do for work, handsome man? I'm in currency. Ooh, a money man. I like that. So tell me. Would you slap a baby penguin if your life depended on it? A penguin? What do you mean? Quickly, answer before the buzzer goes off. Yeah, I'll slap that bird. Most interesting. (laughs) Uh, You really don't have to talk if you don't want it. I think you're my type. I don't think you're my type. Just answer me this and I'll leave you alone. Is the ocean not but the tears of many fishes? You know, I've never thought about it that way. I've said too much. Jeff moves again. 
It's very nice to meet you. I know we don't have much time. I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. Before you do, tell me. Do you ever think of yourself as a marshmallow over an open flame? Huh. I guess sometimes I feel that way. Jeff makes his way to each table, one by one, leaving each woman more confused than the last. (laughs) By the end of the session, all the women's eyes are on Jeff. (laughs) They are extremely aroused and have all written his name down as a person of interest. They gather around him to hopefully secure a second date or even another moment with him. The other men are astounded. Ladies, please... Please settle down. I'm willing to speak to all of you if you would just follow me. They crowd him as he makes his way out of the hotel. They are outside. It's nighttime. And the women are in pure hysteria. Jeff convinces them to get in a line. Please. It will all be over in a moment. A wood chipper truck pulls up to the side of the street in front of the line of ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Everything you need is right inside of there. Oh, no. They leap into the wood chipper one by one until the last lady is left. It's Melinda. She's confused. Uh, You said you were in currency? Bone currency. (laughs) (laughs) She leaps head first into the wood chipper. (laughs) Is that allowed? (laughs) I think so. How do you do it? That was good. Why did it go wet? How do you do it? I literally like it's bone currency. The whole time I thought like, oh, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy really likes to like confuse people, right? So like the whole time I thought the joke of the sketch is like Mm -hmm. this guy's weird, yeah, right? And it's gonna be like everyone left confused. (laughs) And then when it got to the end, I was like, there's a fucking punchline. Uh, There's a punchline here. (laughs) Yeah. How do you do it? Bone currency. I thought it was gonna be like. I was like, I feel that when he said currency, I was like, he's doing bone currency. Yeah. But the, yeah. the bone is going to be bone ink. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. I didn't even think of that. We did talk about oh, bone Oh, you thought it was throwing women on, in wood right? chippers. That wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't. Okay. That's so mad. Yeah. We talked about bone currency on the podcast. Because there was something yeah. we were talking I about before. Stuff that we talk about. Bone stuff. cryptocurrency. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. there was something we were. Oh, it was. Never mind. It was about your dad. Or it was about dad's. Telling their daughters or telling their daughters' boyfriends, we were talking about that off, off recording. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. well, the mm-hmm. what, this started and with the food bucket, and the food bucket, mm. like me thinking that this bit started with like thinking how funny it would be for like a guy to be in a speed dating event and just asking the worst, yeah, weird like questions. The worst. That's what I thought this sketch was. Yeah. It's what it kind of and was about, bone, but yeah, bones. that sounds like, but also yeah. bone currency. I've heard this before. Yeah, I've heard this oh, joke before. Like this is why I've, uh, I've lived this before. <laughs> yeah. You know, bone currency. We get it. You watched Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get to let's get into Matt's sketch. That was oh, a great sketch, Jim. Yeah, really, yeah. I loved it. Really so good. I loved it. I loved all the parts I played in it. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> um, all right. We're at Bird Box 2. So uh, we got Sally and we got Sam. So uh, Mingus, I'm going to have you play Sally. Got it. Uh, and Logan, I think I'm going to have you play Sam. Okay. Um, are we fucking? Are yeah. We, are we a couple? Mm. Yes. Um, bone currency. Ooh. Ooh. Bone currency. How do you make that noise? I'll teach you later. Okay. We make it so they know what it sounds like. 
Uh, and then there's t- there's three other roles. Uh, which one of you guys wants to play Taco? I think I do. Okay, Blake, which you're gonna is play the taco. coolest? Definitely Taco. I want to be Taco. Um, so a little bit about Taco. He is a uh, like he is a workout instructor. Ta- taco. Taco. Okay. Yeah. Very strong guy. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah. Good looking guy. Uh, and then there. Seen burn after reading. That means you no. are going to play Trey and Chicken 2. Jimmy is cool. playing Jimmy. Trey and Chicken yeah. 2. Trey and Chicken 2. Anything I need to know or no? Uh, Trey is part of the workout thing. Chicken 2 is a chicken. Bet. There you go. Bitchin'. Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, all you need to know about Sam is he has an inexplicable ability to teleport that's not explained. Cool. So just like a chill so, read. Pretty yeah. cool Probably guy. Learn more about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know if I structured this very well. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, when it has the things you read, and then if it doesn't, I read. Got it. Yeah. It's oh, so it's a script. Yeah. 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 Okay. You get it. Okay. You've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bird box. Two. Interior. Sally and Sam's residence. Sally struggles to push a couch to the side of the room. Sam, honey, it's Tuesday. You said you were going to work out with me today. Yeah, I know. I'm here. Sally looks to the other side of the couch where Sam is just chilling on his phone. Oh, shit. How, how did you... Uh, never mind. Um, let's just do this. I, I'm so excited for you to do this with me. Yeah, same. Do I, like, uh, need anything? Um, do you have your Chicken? Chicken? Uh, no. Oh, don't worry. You can just borrow one of mine then. Sally turns on the television and the two of them position themselves in front of it. Sally pulls out two hens and places them next to Sam and herself. Sam looks confused. The workout program begins and a charismatic ripped man named Taco power walks to the center screen. Hey guys, welcome back to Bird Box with Taco. The only fitness program that will teach you how to strike birds from the sky and look great while doing it. I'm Taco and today we're going to... Be going back to our barnyard basics. Isn't that right, everyone? Taco turns to other shredded indiv- to the other shredded individuals in the video. Everyone, if you will. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Sam looks at her in bewilderment. That was Allie. All right, so at this point, we should uh, go ahead and let our chickens out of the coop. Sally releases the chickens, and they immediately bolt and start causing chaos all throughout the room. What the fuck? Great, now uh, let's just... Maintain our slight bounce. Looking great, everybody. Now, uh, keep an eye on your bird. Really get in their head. Um, it's going to help you uh, help you a lot in round four. Okay, uh, round two is about to begin. And go. Everybody go find your chicken and absolutely sock it in the gizzard. Sally takes off after her chicken and swiftly strikes it across the face. <laughs> it breaks away from her and a wild chase breaks out in the living room. Sally gets in a couple of mean slaps to this chicken. Her chicken desperately looks for an escape, but the other stares intently at Sam. Uh, Sal? Is it supposed to, uh... Now remember, most of the birds in our program are descendants of dinosaurs and can smell fear or hesitation. So you're really going to want to establish dominance quickly. Sam starts to back up. And his chicken advances with every step he takes. The chicken lunges at Sam, going straight for his throat. Sam catches it before it gets too close and is doing his best to keep it away from his jugular. Sally, help me, please! Sally has her chicken pinned down with her knees and is slapping with both hands. 
Oh, hun, you just gotta give it a good slap and then you'll start to feel it. I Now you're not feeling it, remember to relax your neck and engage the core. That's where good slaps come from, isn't that right, Trey? Trey jumps and slaps a rooster straight out of the air. Right! Woo! <laughs> Sam looks back at his chicken, which has nothing but murderous intent on its face. Sam limply slaps it. As he does so, the chicken gains some ground and its talons start to dig into his chest. <laughs> he firmly grabs the chicken and turns it around. The chicken flails about, still grazing Sam. Sam puts his chicken around its neck and starts choking out. It takes a while. Sally has lost her chicken and is chasing it once again. A loud bell starts to ding. Oh, you know what that means. 30 more seconds until round. The TV shuts off. Sally and her chicken freeze and look at Sam. That's, that's enough. Sam stands in the middle of the room, remote in one hand, and knocked out chicken in the other. It's still alive. Oh no, you're supposed to keep it conscious the whole time, or... Sally... I'm not doing this anymore. Sally and the chicken both look at Sam disappointed. But, hon, I, I just don't think this is actually applicable, you know? Like, if I wanted to slap birds... Why would they be in a confined space like our living room? I just, I don't want to ruin my form. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a workout, but... I just don't think if we're going to do this, we should do it right. Oh, okay, like go to the gym or something? (sighs) Or something indeed. Exterior, park. A dead armadillo lies in the middle of an open patch of grass. Vultures circle overhead. One of the vultures swoops down on its next meal. Now! Sam appears out of nowhere just before it lands and socks it straight in the face. Woo! Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) The vulture flies back up, but not before Sally gets hers in. Sally sprints from the opposite direction, dressed as a scarecrow, and gives it what's coming to it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about! Sam yells at the other vultures. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that in a line. I was yelling. What's wrong, you scared? Come on, I barely even got my sweat on. I'm going to find your eggs. I'm going to smash them to pieces. Wow, babe, too far. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I uh, I take that back. Your eggs will be fine, except they'll live in fear because their parents are such pussies. Ha <laughs> ha, hell yeah. Pussies. <laughs> Animals were harmed in the making of this sketch, and that's bad as I'm finding out. Uh, don't worry, though. Everyone who has any hand in this will be sent to prison, except Matt. He's uh, pretty cool, I think. Ding dong! That was a dub sketch. Yeah. I love punching birds. <laughs> Dude, as soon as I saw the lines, I was like, Trey is a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah. I also like sketches where they work it out in the end. Yeah. yeah. I think it's an easy cop-out. I- for the wife to start fucking the trainer. And then everybody dies. And leave. <laughs> I also liked that this character's name was Sally. And this is very obviously our roommate, your girlfriend, Alyssa, who we call Sally. Yeah. And when you did the, when she's like, do you have your chicken? And you're like, no. And she's like, oh, you can use some of mine. It's like those little protein shakes that y'all use as lifting weights. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you can use some of mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also just want to give the 
uh, Danger Junior Sloppy Cumsock Award for voice acting to Blake Brown. Oh yeah, for this sketch. Yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah. Blake right. Brown more like Clancy Brown because I couldn't tell the difference this sketch. Yeah. Uh, for the listener, I'm holding my left hand up with my index finger and pinky outstretched, and my other fingers tucked in. Hell yeah! You don't say. Mm-hmm. No, great, great taco right there. That's that was, what I've always said about Blake. Great taco. Yeah, I really like that. Thanks, Blake man. Taco Brown too. Thanks, man. Yeah. Especially because he sa- when he says, I'm Taco, and today we're going to be going back, it's like, wait, why is his name Taco? And you when ever, Blake said it, he said it so confidently. He's like, yeah. I'm Taco, and today, I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. I really liked that I had the ability of teleportation that was never explained. <laughs> Except before the sketch. It, it honestly makes punching birds way easier. I was going to say, yeah. I was gonna say in the vultures, you could just teleport up it. to the sky yeah. and hit him. Well, he just kind of shows up. He yeah. like, you, no one sees him do it. You need right? to throw so in a like, part where, where... You can only teleport when people can't see you. Yeah. It, it's two vulture parts. One Vulture one says, hey, did you hear something? <laughs> and then Vulture Two says, "No, man, you're crazy. I don't know what's what, what's gotten into you." And then, uh, and then Sam teleports behind them and says, "It was me." And then snaps their necks and says, "Nothing personnel, kid." And then yeah, takes a step over the. Kid. No. You could have it where one one of the vultures says, "Did you hear something?" And the other vulture says, "Holy shit, a talking vulture!" Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, these guys got ideas. <laughs> Well, Matt, Matt, I thought this was great. It was, was and we all we all got to go slap some birds. Don't forget, you have to get it on video, or it doesn't count. We all have to slap seven animals before the year is out. It's a slap in the face. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck's that? How do you have Uh, that? (laughs) So, was that me? No. Yeah. No. He, yeah, he just picked it out of How far record. after Bird Box 1 was this? <laughs> it had to be like 20 years, right? Is this oh, a prequel? Yeah. Is this yeah. Is this what, what's well, killing like, everyone what I the birds is that, is that it's on Netflix, right? And people yeah. are just picking it by mistake and it's this weird like boxing boxing program, program yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole like, that, like immediately gets taken down yeah. for yeah. animal yeah. abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like the image of Sally with her knees, like the chicken has its wings outstretched, and she and she's just like, gah, 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 yeah, yeah, to a poor little chicken, and it's going, yeah, every time, yeah. It's great. I like the chaos of that scene, and then him being like, I just don't think this will work. Yeah, yeah I want to film this because I want to beat the shit out of a chicken. I want to slap thing is I'm like, a I chicken. I want to film this, but there's no. Way yeah, chance. because yeah. also I'm an uncompromising filmmaker, and if we really did shoot this, I would we would actually have to we abuse would kill an those chickens. There's it no would way. be it would be the next ha- uh, cannibal holocaust, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you think about it, it would be like Apocalypse Now when they killed that cow. Yeah, be like a yeah. bird. It would be like a, a a bird snuff film, dude. All right, and I think that's about that's gonna wrap it up for us. I think we gotta go. Yep. I gotta go. Thank you guys yep. so much for listening, Matt. Thank you for for joining us tonight um don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter and check out our website and patreon purchase merch and all the other cool things and thanks guys for listening and i love you boys and you're the highlight of my life we'll see you next week the danger junior writers room is a danger junior production Kunsak, produced by austin zessen logan baggerly Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown, Comsock. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown, Comsock. Edited by 
Austin Zessen. Come Sock theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly. Come Sock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior Productions at DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Come Sock. All right, she dead now. Bye-bye.